You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Bill Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is Wednesday. Boomer, it's Wednesday. I just realized. Oh, it is. Play it loud. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. <laughs> Guess what day it is. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie. Guess what today is. It's hump day. All right, let me jump over to my comments. Because we're looking right now at McCarthy is like, for instance, a text from Daniel from Tullahoma just just texted in and said McCarthy's 0 for 5. And he is. McCarthy's 0 for 5. But here's the deal. There's been a great deal of debate about the debates in Washington the last few days. Now, I'm sure you've been hearing about the ongoing saga of Congressman Kevin McCarthy and his bid to be Speaker of the House, right? We talked about it on this show quite a bit. We'll talk about it more in a few minutes. Votes are being counted. Fingers are being pointed. Names are being called. Hands are being wrung. Pundits are expressing dismay. New members of Congress have not been officially sworn in, which means they aren't yet on the government payroll. Government or excuse me, committee chairmanships are not yet official. Investigations into Hunter Biden, the Wuhan lab, the January 6th files, Twitter suppression, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and all sorts of other egregious doings of the establishment in the deep state have not yet instigated. Is it chaos on the floor of the House? Mm, sort of, but not really. And what I mean by that is the best way to gauge the mood is less of what's being said in front of the cameras and more as to the mood you can actually see on the House floor. I mean, Bloomberg came out this morning with an article that clearly and unequivocally stated in the headline that conservatives have thrown Congress into chaos. But yet chaos is not what we're watching, as all members of Congress are actually seated in the chamber. I mean, seated together since God knows when. The debates are being held in the public eye. The clerk of the House is deliberately calling the roll for each person to either answer or abstain. And you can watch. As members huddle together for discussions, they joke in the far corners, they compare notes on what they know and who they know. I mean, Twitter blew up yesterday when conservative members of Congress, Paul Gosar and Matt Gates, were seen having an actual amicable conversation on the House floor with none other than progressive Democrat squad member Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, the horror! Members of Congress actually talking to one another, in public no less. In truth, I believe that what we're watching is refreshing. We are seeing actual debate with actual roll call votes by members who are actually present for duty. I mean, for the past several years, the Pelosi regime has shut the doors of Congress to the general public, allowed committee meetings to take place by Zoom, and votes, quote, on the floor were being done by proxy. Did you know that the 4,155-page, $1.7 trillion omnibus spending package was passed by the U.S. Senate a couple of weeks ago? It was transferred to the House And Pelosi brought that behemoth piece of legislation to a floor vote in just a few hours. No public debate to speak of, no hashing out of amendments in committee. And when the final votes were cast, there were 200 members of Congress who didn't even show up. They just cast their votes by phone. So I am not a bit put off by a few days of wrangling in which a few members of the rank and file, with no establishment backing and no choice committee assignments and really everything to lose, 
are able to stand together on principle for a while to try and achieve some modicum of reforms to an otherwise broken and bent Congress. I mean, this is not only necessary, it's right. It's good. It's what democracy is supposed to look like. The ability for elected representatives to take the floor and to hold sway over something they believe is antithetical to the reasons for which they were elected is one of the hallmarks of a free society. But right now, the accusations of belligerence and showboating and obstructionism are flying from the mainstream media and from the moderate Republicans. That's typical of a side that doesn't have the angles it needs for free and open debate. Ronald Reagan once said, too often character assassination has replaced debate in principle here in Washington. Destroy someone's reputation, you don't have to talk about what he stands for. Well, both sides need to take a step back from personal attacks. Matt Gates, he needs to argue his points and quit writing snide letters calling his fellow congressman a squatter for the sole purpose of creating embarrassment. Dan Crenshaw, he needs to back off the condescending comments about those who aren't on board and realize that his own fellow Texan is one of the ones leading the charge. And Alabama's own Mike Rogers, well, he needs to forego any further threats to have committee assignments revoked for those who don't jump in line to award McCarthy a position that he obviously has not earned yet in the minds of 10% of the GOP House caucus. I mean, I can think of plenty of times in the Alabama State Senate when I would find myself saying aloud that I don't mind healthy debate if the other side is truly of the belief that their side has merit. I mean, political posturing and grandstanding, that would get old. But I never minded when someone of a different position and sometimes in my own party differed on an issue and was willing to go to the mat to deliver their thoughts. And let me tell you, man, we had some lively caucus meetings where sometimes voices were raised and feelings got hurt and and agreements were eventually made. We got a lot done, a lot. That was infighting within our own caucus, much less what happens on the floor. So all the whining and the hand-wringing about jeopardizing the Republican agenda is premature, in my opinion. The truth is that McCarthy has had months to work this out, but he didn't think he needed to. The prevailing wisdom said that he wouldn't have but maybe four or five of his caucus holding out, but instead he has 20, actually 21 now. And the debate continues and consensus has yet to be reached. But one of my other favorite politicians of all time, former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, she once said, true consensus is the absence of leadership. Meaning that if everyone automatically always agrees and no one questions, then it really means no one's leading. Well, right now on the floor of the U.S. House, we are watching true democracy in action. We are nowhere near the point that we should be concerned about the wheels coming off. We are nowhere near the possibility of the Republican agenda being thwarted. We are nowhere near the cusp of seeing investigations into Hunter Biden's laptop jeopardized by political wrangling. None of that is a true concern for those who know the value of real debate. Real debate the kind that's open and transparent and sometimes messy. Real debate, the kind that we haven't seen in Pelosi's Congress in quite some time. Real debate, the kind that brings negotiated outcomes that have the potential of making our congressional majority even stronger. Real debate, the kind that grown men and women are supposed to be able to handle. Real debate, the kind that our founding fathers contemplated when they set up the legislative branch to begin with. The truth be told, I would be far more concerned if there was no debate ongoing. So this is healthy, in my opinion. This is democracy in action. And that's a wrap for the right side way. Well, there you go. Uh, we got a ways to go on this. We'll see how it works out. If they're they're going to get there eventually. But the truth be told, the conservatives who are holding the line right now have every right to do what they're doing. And the fact that it's taken five or six votes, so freaking what? All we're doing is watching actual debate where Pelosi has led us in a different direction for so long that people have forgotten what debate is worth. Well, I say debate. Let's see where it goes. 
We see if they can work this out. It's not time to wring our hands yet. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Uh, we we're tracking right now. Things are developing even as we speak. So I've got, uh, you know, number one of the triple dipper that we'll kick into here in a minute is Congressional Chest Part Two. We'll talk about how things went down yesterday, but things are going down today. And I'm just telling you, it's 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 interesting to watch. I mean, to me, it's almost fascinating. This is. This is like, you know, basically the uh, uh, NCAA college football championship in Congress is what this is. This is this is going at it. This is, you know, teeth and hair are flying. This is people, you know, getting irritable, but they also are at the same time being very professional. I, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen much that tells me that there is a loss, a loss of decorum uh, right now on the floor of the House. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually sitting with Kevin McCarthy. Um, and you know, you, you look at that kind of thing and it, it almost feels kind of trivial to talk about that, but it's also, it's done in, intentionally because Marjorie Taylor Greene is known to be one of the firebrand members of the house freedom caucus. And yet she's openly in support of Kevin McCarthy for whatever reason. Now she went through her own trials here of late. And I think McCarthy supported her in some of that. And I'm pretty sure he, he bought her, lo- not bought, but he, he gained her loyalty, um, uh, right now, a uh, uh, representative, Kat Kamek, who is a uh, congresswoman-elect from Florida, uh, is nominating McCarthy for the sixth time. So, so so far, he's been nominated by Jim Jordan, uh, Steve Scalise, um, I don't know who else. Uh, now it's Kat, McC- it's Kat Kamek uh, from Florida. Um, and I think what they're trying to do is portray a, a, a wide-ranging view of conservatives in Congress who are Supporting Kevin. And by the way, don't think the entire Freedom Caucus is all on board. I mean, our own Alabama uh, Congressman Barry Moore, who is a member of the Freedom Caucus, extremely conservative, until just a couple of days ago, he wasn't sure where he stood. So far, he has voted five times, as far as we know, for McCarthy. But I will say this what just happened in the last vote uh, does not bode well for McCarthy. I'm not sure how much longer uh, his caucus is going to sit with him continuing to be the nominee. He may have the majority, but doesn't have what he has to have. And the irony of this, by the way, is that he presided over what should have been a Republican wave, which turned into a Republican trickle. And the Republican trickle gave him a slim majority, which is why he's having trouble. If he had, if he had actually prevailed over a Republican wave, he would already be Speaker of the House. He would already be Speaker because the majority would have been wide enough to where the leverage that the House Freedom Caucus members have right now would not be there. Um, And here we are. We're looking at it. By the way, McCarthy lost another vote. Uh, That's also significant. So yesterday, he lost by 19. He lost by 19. Come the third vote, he lost by 20. What? And everybody's like, what just happened? Well, it was Representative uh, Byron Donalds, uh, uh, a really solid dude who I've gotten to where I really like his his commentary. But Byron Donalds uh, from Florida switched his vote yesterday afternoon and freaked everybody out. Well, then the next thing that happened was today um, we had the 
fourth and then fifth vote. And on the fifth vote, uh, Representative, what's her name? Victoria Sparts, I believe. Spats? Sparts? Sparts. Um, she voted present. And her comments were, um, uh, let me find it here real quick because it's a story I don't have printed out. She said, we have a constitutional duty to elect the Speaker of the House, but we have to deliberate further as a Republican converse, conference until we have enough votes and stop wasting everyone's time. None of the Republican candidates have this number yet. That's why I voted present after all the votes were cast. So essentially, she didn't vote for anybody. It's kind of like an abstention. She just, she just said, you know, I'm here, but I'm not casting a vote. Well, what that basically did was it uh, indicated that while she didn't vote for a Jim Jordan or another candidate, what she did do was pull her support um, from Kevin McCarthy. So he is now, <laughs> he's now down by 21. So where he thought he was going to walk in the door and have, you know, four to five, um, didn't happen. He, he's dealing with 21 Y'all, listen, that is literally 10% of the GOP caucus. 10% of the GOP caucus is not on board. And so this debate we're having right now, it's legit. This debate we're having right now, it's real. They are, they are debating. And by the way, this is, like I said, my monologue, this is the way it's supposed to be. I, so if they had a cakewalk where... McCarthy could just walk in the door and it, cool. But yet what we're seeing right now, this is democracy, folks. This is what Pelosi did not allow to happen. We have not seen this level of uh, in-person gathering, by the way. We have not seen this level of in-person gathering, open debate, transparent before the public, casting their votes by pure roll call. We've not seen this in years. And so the people's business is getting done. And it may not be what some people want. And there are those who are hand-wringing. And we should have already been investigating Hunter Biden. They wouldn't have gotten anything done yet. These next few days were nothing but ceremonial, literally. It's like next week, or is it this week? No, nah, next week, the uh, Alabama legislature is going to convene for their organizational session. There's nothing there that is going to affect the laws of the state. The organizational session is where they pick their leadership and they figure out who's going to have what office and where the committee chairmen, you know, or, or what they're going to be and where they're going to go and, you know, who gets to move down the hall and whatever. Um, but what we're looking at right now is the equivalent of that in D.C. This is a ceremonial time. This is a time for the swearing in. This is a time for the photo op with your family. This is a time for a few days of wrangling to see who gets what office and how that all works out. And do you know your way around? And I forgot where I have to be. And I don't even know where I have to be. And all the freshmen are walking around starry-eyed. There's not going to be anything happening this week anyway except what you're watching. So aside from the fact that we don't have everybody seated, officially seated, I am comfortable in saying... The people's business is still getting done. Let's see where it goes. Lively debates on the floor right now of the House. I'm watching it on two screens. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll jump right in, talk about congressional chess when we get back. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> 